Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Coming up, we are tracking a major news story out of Israel with massive prophetic implications. I'm Christopher, joined by Amira and David, and this is TOL Ministries News Watch. Sounds of battle ricochet across the Holy Land. Bullets reverberate in the night sky as rockets ring out in the city streets. Israel is a nation at war. However, amidst the ashes of war, a new type of ash may soon be seen in the Holy Land. For the Jewish faith, it's a sacred ash, one that fulfills an Old Testament ceremony. At the center of the ceremony are five seemingly normal cows. However, these are not your everyday cow. No, these cows have been bred, born, and chosen to fulfill the sacred ritual. These five heifers have traveled halfway across the world, all the way from Texas, USA, to an undisclosed location in Israel. This is the work of an interfaith collaboration between Christians and the Temple Institute. These five heifers are red heifers. They are without blemish or defect and must have never borne a yoke. The red heifers fulfill the only Mosaic law where the color of the animal is specified. They must not have even one hair that is not red grown on them until the sacrifice has been completed. Having reached the age of three years old, the heifers are now ready for sacrifice. The Temple Institute, founded in 1987, has been working for decades to fulfill their goal of building the third temple in Jerusalem. And the Temple Institute is wasting no time and will likely be sacrificing these heifers this year on Passover. In preparation for the sacrifice, the Temple Institute have acquired land precisely east of the Temple Mount, fulfilling a requirement that the red heifer's sacrifice must be performed in the view of the Holy of Holies, the most sacred site in the Jewish faith. The land purchased 12 years ago is owned by Rabbi Yitzhak Mamo, associated with UV Jerusalem, a group dedicated to preserving Israel's history and educating future generations. And one of the big projects that we are working now is the red heifer. Yes. And we do it together with the uh, American organization. His name is Bonnet mm -hmm. Israel. Bonnet, which means build. Yes. So we want God build the temple. This is the main goal. Mm -hmm. And the red heifer is a step before uh, the building of the temple. The heifer's sacrifice, as outlined in the Book of Numbers, is essential for purifying priests and temple instruments. This ceremony has not been performed for almost 2,000 years, but not everyone wants this ritual to be completed. A January 14, 2024 social media post from a spokesman for Hamas declared that the red heifers were part of the motivation of the devastating terror attack on the Israelis on October 7, 2023. The security situation in Israel is tentative. But currently, the red heifers remain in a secure, undisclosed location. There are plans to move them to a visitor center in Shiloh, where the tabernacle of the Lord once stood for nearly 400 years. So now, we don't have the tabernacle tent, but we have the red heifer, and Be'ezrat Hashem, with the help of God, mm -hmm. it will be the, the second step to the temple uh, in Jerusalem. This has been a journey of many steps. And while the first steps may have begun in the pastures of Texas, Many hope and pray that it will end on the marble flooring of a new temple in Jerusalem. For TOL Ministries News Watch, this is Christopher reporting.
And now let's join David, Christopher, and Amira in the TOL Newswatch studio. So, David, you're Christian. Why should Christians care about a third temple? That's a great question, Chris. So you're correct. We don't need a temple because as we saw when Jesus died, the, the veil in the Holy of Holies ripped, showing that we had access to God. Jesus paid in that sacrifice for the sins, past, present, and future of everyone who's going to believe in him or has believed in him. Where it does become very interesting, however, is looking at biblical prophecy. Because we see, looking back to Daniel 9, um, Daniel in that book showed that the Antichrist is going to exalt himself in this temple that is not yet built, the third temple. Again, in Matthew 24, we see Jesus quoting this. So we know um, that, that this is going to be built. Additionally, when this happens is the marking point of the start of the Great Tribulation, which Jesus said is going to be the worst time in human history. So, Amira, thinking about the red heifers, what do you think are the prophetic implications of the completion of this ritual? Are we witnessing a critical milestone of the end times? Yeah, we very well could be. Um, I think it could be of great importance, but it might play out a little bit differently than expected. Um, the only requirements for the resuming sacrifice is that they have the purification of the ashes from the heifers and an altar, which they do have. An opinion and, or a different perspective, we don't necessarily have to see a physical temple built. What could happen is that there could be a tent or tabernacle like in the days of Moses and David. And there'd also, I think the important part for the prophetic timeline is that we there is a place where the Antichrist exalts himself that he is the abomination of desolation. It says that this is God's temple or the holy place, but we know that without God's presence in it, it cannot be his temple. So what I believe happens um, is that they're going to either have the real Ark of the Covenant or maybe a really good lookalike that they pass off as one because it has the mercy seat. This is the throne of God, and this is incredibly important. And it could represent that seat that the Antichrist is going to sit on where he seats himself in God's temple, declaring himself to be God. And this would be something important for the sign that Jesus did give the Jews, where it would mean something it would affect them, and they would see it and then run into the wilderness. So I do think it has um, significance. Now, David, it seems like a lot of Christians are not aware of the red heifers and the significance that they represent or that this is occurring. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a bad sign for the church that we're not truly watching. Um, it's also a symptom of the at least the American church not really concentrating on prophecy very much, that we're not really watching for Jesus. And we see Jesus over and over again in the Bible commanding us and to watch for him. So I think it's it's important to to sort of sound the alarm bell of, hey, um, these these events are not are not a fulfillment of the prophecy, but we should be watching because because God gave us all the Bible for a reason, and He gave us the prophecy so we could see what's going to happen and see His foreknowledge of the events. So all of these seemingly random and violent acts of war, God knew about and is still working through the evil parts of this world to bring about His will. Final question for you, Amira. Red heifer, the red heifers mark a major milestone in recreating the temple. How do you think this impacts the start of the tribulation and the possible rapture of the church? Are we talking years, months, days, hours? What are we thinking here? Yeah, I'm not really sure on the amount of time because what we're really looking for is that uh, you know abomination of desolation to occur. The only issue is that the Temple Institute is kind of a fringe group that doesn't have a whole lot of support within the religious Jewish community. So it's hard to say how that will play out. So we'll just have to wait and see how things develop. For sure. And as you're talking there, I'm 
sort of reminded of the pragmatism of pre-tribulation rapture uh, belief. And that if, if we think the rapture is imminent and could happen at any time, then we're always watching as Jesus commanded and praying always that we might be considered worthy to stand in front of the Son of Man. So if you're hearing this for the first time and, and you've never accepted Jesus, what's really important, the most important thing, more important than the news or anything we've talked about, is that you accept Jesus today. Jesus came and died. He died for everyone's sins. There's nothing you've done that's so bad that he can't forgive you. And all you have to do today is believe on him. Believe that he's the son of God, that he came to die, that he was raised again, and put your faith on him today and confess him as Lord. If you've done this for the first time today and you've prayed and accepted Jesus and confessed him as your Lord, please let us know. We have an email down below, info at tolministries.com. We would love to get you a Bible, get to know you, and also just to find you, help you find a home church. It's really important to just get plugged in with other believers that can help you grow. So if you're already a Christian and you feel that passion and tug on your heart to be part of our online ministry where we're evangelizing the lost online every single day, please join us. Go to tolministries.com, send in an application, and we would love to have you join our community and spread the Great Commission with us. So please join us today. If you've enjoyed our message today, please subscribe to our channel. In addition to keeping you informed, subscribing helps us reach our goal of 500 subscribers, which may unlock even further functionality on YouTube, such as adding the clickable link to the ministry in the description. And until next time, be always on watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. We'll see you next time, everyone.